Hey, and welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Lockwood. And if you ever look around your house and wonder where the heck did all this stuff come from and how am I ever going to get it out, you are in the right place. I'm a mom of five who decluttered her home back in 2013 when my family and I decided to move from Alaska to Florida with one suitcase each. And I do not recommend it. What I do recommend is learning how to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist, which means learning to find the balance of what your family needs and wants without it being so much that it overwhelms you on a daily basis. So if that sounds good to you, you are going to love this podcast. Let's dive into the episode. been trying to declutter your house and not been as successful as you like, I am willing to bet that I can help you figure out exactly why. There are a lot of reasons that moms feel like they can't declutter, declutter, whether it's their kids or their spouse or the time or the energy or just simply not knowing what to do, where to take things, how to donate, right? How to do it mindfully, how to not be wasteful. Uh, Plus you're worried about like, what if I need it? You know, I wasted so much money on this. What if I need it again and I can't get it? There is so much that goes into decluttering as a mom. And I promise that if you have thought it or felt it, I have heard it before or experienced it myself. And that is exactly why I created this training called how to create your mom proof decluttering plan. And I've done a lot of decluttering checklists, challenges, courses, programs in the past, and they work. And this training really is the framework for every single thing that moms need to consider when it comes to decluttering their home. It's the plan. We're actually going to build your plan together. It's following through with your plan and it's including your family and even learning how to make this process as enjoyable as possible. Because most people feel like The task is daunting or just another thing on their to-do list, and I don't want it to feel like that for you. So this free training, how to create your mom-proof decluttering plan, you can go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY to get it, or you can just check the show notes of this episode and you will find it. Come get it. I know there is so much information about there. A lot of it is much the same. Five steps to declutter your house, you know? Here's the checklist to declutter this area of your house, but none of them really show you the full scope of what goes into doing this start to finish. And that's exactly what's in this training. So go check it out, motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY, or check the description of this episode to go get it today. Welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Lockwood, and on the surface, I teach you how to declutter your home so you can focus on what matters most to you as a mom, which I'm guessing isn't those laundry mountains, dishes stacked to the sky, and the tornadoes you clean up all day. My hope for this podcast is so much more than teaching you to declutter. I record all of my episodes live and in real time so that you can have the experience of a mom friend who gets you and is there for you. My audio isn't perfect, my kids might interrupt us, but the conversations we have are real, impactful, and proof that there are other moms like you that decluttering has worked for. If you want to join me and thousands of other moms for live episodes, go find us on Instagram and Facebook. 
Just search Motherhood Simplified and we'll welcome you with open arms. See you soon. Okay, everybody, welcome to today's episode where we are talking about how to hold yourself accountable to your decluttering goals. Because obviously, if you're here, I think you want to declutter your house, right? And the biggest struggles that we have is actually doing it, right? Saying that we want to do it and then figuring out how to do it and then actually following through and doing it. And that's a whole lot of words to say. <laughs> holding ourselves accountable to it. So I asked you all in the group, and I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give you guys some ideas that you guys gave each other. They all have a common thread, and they all were exactly what I was going to talk about today, but I do like to ask you guys inside of the Motherhood Simplified group to see you know, if I'm on the right track. Like, right, am I, am I talking about the right things? Because I don't ever wanna just waste your time talking about things that don't make sense or don't resonate with you, but everything you guys said was exactly what I was going to talk about. So also, if you're listening on the podcast and you're not inside of the group yet, go get inside of the group. We are the kindest and most supportive group for moms who want to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. So come join us. We will help you and we'll hold you accountable. Um, so the responses that you guys gave were... You know, when I said, how do you hold yourself accountable to your decluttering goals? You all said things along the lines of knowing how it feels when it's done, right? Understanding that um, the work that I have to do is going to feel really good once I'm done. Some of you said having an end goal vision, right? Which is the same kind of thing. Like, what am I actually working toward? How am I going to feel when I how is my life going to be better when I'm done with this? And just keeping that vision in the front of your mind so that you um, Some of you also said, I just wait until I get to my breaking point and then I do something about it, right? And I think that's so relatable because that's me too. I'm like, unless it really, really sucks, I'm not gonna do anything about it. And <laughs> so bad that I just have to do it, right? That's not ideal, but we're going to talk about this in a minute, that people are motivated by two things, pain or pleasure. So understanding what you're motivated by um, and then utilizing that. And if you tend to be somebody like me who's like, I'm just going to avoid it until I can't anymore, how to not do that because that's not, that's not exactly the best thing to do. Now, I don't do that all of the time. I'm not saying that's like what I recommend you doing, but I am saying that like that's my default if I'm not being super intentional about it. I'm like, how long can I go without having to do this before things really get crazy? Okay. Um, and then another one that I loved that actually Janelle, if you're watching, I love this. Um, you said the size of my home, the size of my home holds me accountable. And I love this because it's true. And it's a very good point that I hadn't thought of, but it's one that I tell you guys all of the time that there's no solution for having more stuff than what fits in your space. And I, t I can tell you guys this because I have decluttered and lived cluttered down to what fit into a 27 by eight foot RV, which is tiny, right? You can do the math on that. That's less than 300 square feet. 
and I only had what fit in my space. My space holds me accountable. So I think it's really important to hold yourself accountable to whatever space it is that you have. Your, if anybody of you know Harry Potter, okay, your house is not like that magic bag thing that Hermione has that can literally fit everything inside of it, right? You know, she's just like, it's like this bottomless pit, tiny little purse thing. Your house is not that. It doesn't work that way. And it won't work that way. You can't fit too much stuff into a too small space. Um, so I thought that was a really good one too. It was like super practical. practical. And I loved how you worded it, Janelle, um, because I say it all the time, right? Like choose a, choose a boundary. Choose the space that you're going to keep your, your cups in. Choose the space that you're going to keep your, somebody was talking about like socks and underwear. Just talk about socks and underwear, guys. <laughs> but she's like, how do I make these fit in here? And I'm like, you just pick a bin and then you only keep what fits in there. There's no, there's no magic solution. And it sounds so obvious, but so often that's what we're trying to do essentially is like, how can I contort all of this stuff to fit into this too small space? And somebody did it again, our asked again this morning with like dish rags of like, oh my gosh, how many do I keep? I'm like, you just pick a drawer, one drawer in your kitchen and keep however many comfortably fit in that drawer. That's it. Then you don't have to worry about counting. You don't have to worry about numbers. You just know that it, it's in that drawer and that's what you have. Um, so anyway, that was a good little side note that I wanted to touch on. Um, yes, okay. So those are kind of the intangible ways that we can hold ourselves accountable, right? Working toward that vision. And then here are some of the tangible ways that you can use to like, together the work that you have to do and hold checklists. Okay. Lists, write down a list of everything you have to do and want to declutter and hold on to it. Now, some quick practical tips for lists are that I love paper lists and I love sticky notes, but I know myself and I will lose those. So then creating a list is pointless because I can't accountable to it because I can't find the list that I made and it doesn't work. So I use Trello. Okay, Trello is just an app. It's free on your phone. It's made for lists. It's like sticky notes, but they're digital and you don't lose them. And it's amazing. So use Trello for your lists. Now, one quick tip about tips too is that a lot of times the reason that uh, lists don't work for people or they don't stick with their lists is because their, their lists are too generic, right? Or not, not generic. They're too broad and they're too much work, right? You are saying things like on my decluttering to-do list, I have declutter the entire kitchen. Well, guess what? The kitchen is about <laughs> 20 different projects in itself. Hey, you gotta stay off of me. Um, the kitchen is about 20 different projects in itself, right? You have, you have utensils, you have mugs, you have appliances, you have mixing bowls, you have, um, spices, you have pantry food, you have fridges, you have food storage, you have all of these things, you have dish rags, you have cleaning supplies. So when you put on your list, declutter the kitchen and it never gets done, it's because it's not specific enough, right? It's, that's too big of a project. You have to break it down into bite-sized pieces and bite-sized projects, which is exactly what I do for you in my courses so that you don't have to get overwhelmed by like breaking it all down and being like, oh my gosh, what do I do? What do I do first, next, and last? inside of Decluttering Simplified are literally guides and checklists for decluttering your entire home. 
all of it, top to bottom, start to finish. Okay. So if you are the type of person who are like, checklists don't help me, that that might be why, right? Your are too big of projects, right? You need to break them down into smaller projects. And if you don't want to waste your time and energy doing that, get into the decluttering simplified course because it will show you how to do that. And not only that, I give you all of the other support that you need as far as like your mindset, finding time, knowing what to donate, trash, sell, like literally everything you would ever need is in that course. Um, okay, now the next practical way that you can hold yourself accountable and find accountability is through people, people and groups, right? So a lot of times people will post inside of the Motherhood Simplified group of like, oh my gosh, guys, hang on a second. I'm holding the mic up here by my face and it's not even plugged in. I was trying to make my audio sound really nice for you guys. <laughs> not even plugged in. Um, so maybe people are what helps you stay accountable, right? Verbally telling somebody like, I'm going to do this, check in with me, right? And I want to let you know that if you are using people for your accountability and hoping that they'll check in with you so that you get what you need to get done done, you're using that person in the wrong way. They are not responsible for checking in on you and making sure that you got it done. If you use somebody or a group for accountability, use it as like just a way to get out into the world what you're wanting to get done, done, and then go check up and, you know, have people cheering you on in the meantime, or maybe they do come in and check on you and be like, hey, did you get this done? But don't hold them responsible for your actual decluttering. You know what I mean? Just know that it's an additional form of accountability. And I have accountability partners in life and in my business. And I don't expect them to make sure that I'm doing things, but we do have like a mutual understanding of like, we will connect and ask each other, like, where are you at? Did you get this done? And that's all we do. Um, need that kind of support. If you need somebody to bounce ideas off of and just be like, Hey, I'm going to message you when I'm done, great, but don't make it their responsibility. Um, the next way that you can hold yourself accountable, accountable are rewards. So for some people, they really like rewards and uh, you, can, you can do rewards like by paying yourself money, right? Somebody posted that in the group. She said like for every project I get done, I pay myself. And I love that because I'm motivated by money. I'm motivated by money too, right? So I love that. And, or maybe you're motivating yourself by like, if I get this project done, I will buy myself this thing or I will treat myself to whatever. Just reward yourself because there's nothing wrong with that. And I think sometimes people take decluttering so seriously and we get so extreme and so wrapped up in it that we think that we can't possibly reward ourselves with things and stuff and that's not true um you just have to find your balance and if you're motivated by that and you want something go ahead and get it like uh i know a lot of times something that moms like to reward themselves with are like a new bedspread like right like a pretty bedspread or some pretty decor or you know fresh flowers and those kinds of things so if you respond well to rewards reward yourself Okay. Um, so don't be afraid of rewarding yourself with stuff. You can still like stuff. You can still have stuff. You can still want stuff. And if you're motivated by that, do that. 
Um, okay. Now the final thing we kind of talked about this earlier, talking about like, the size of your house, automatically holding yourself accountable, are giving yourself limits and boundaries. Um, so it can be limits in the form of time, right? A time limit. I you know say like. And, and the simplest way to do a time limit, guys, is honestly like 15 minutes. Setting a 15-minute timer. Hang on, everybody. I'm going to move the camera. Setting a 15-minute timer and saying whatever gets done in 15 minutes is what gets done and not worrying about the rest. You can get so much done in 15 minutes and just don't underestimate the power. Now it could also be, you know, something more long-term like Natalie in some of the group today, she was like, my goal is to get through the decluttering simplified course by the holidays so that I can have a simple holiday season. And that is giving herself a time limit, right? By the holiday season. But she's also working toward a vision, right? Because she wants to be able to have a really simple holiday season focused on her family. Um, so she's got a time limit combined with that bigger vision and, and what she's working toward. Um, so giving yourself time limits, giving yourself space, like space and physical boundary limits, like Janelle was talking about, right? Like if you only have a 27 by eight foot RV to live in, you can only have <laughs> by eight RV amount of stuff, right? And, and I tell you guys that because I've done it and you can go extreme. And that doesn't mean that we necessarily want to, but it's really important to just meet yourself where you're at and work with what you have instead of trying to live a life that doesn't match up with what you have and how much space you have. Um, that doesn't mean that it's going to be like that forever, but at some point you just have to face the reality of <laughs> this is how much space I have. I can only have what fits in this space. Um, now, all of that saying, let's I tell you guys what this looked like for myself when I decluttered, because I think sometimes it's in theory, but I want to tell you guys it in practice. So when we decluttered all of our stuff, um, when we left Alaska, and it's been every single time that we've moved, this is how we've done it. Um, when we left Alaska the first time and moved to Florida with only what fit into our suitcases, I had a time limit, right? I knew that on September 4th, which was my birthday, um, 2013, my kids and I had plane tickets out of Alaska and I had to get everything out of my house by that date, right? I had a time limit. Now I'm not saying that you have to give yourself such a dramatic time limit, but you can use time as a boundary to hold yourself accountable. Whether it's a 15 minute timer of like, I'm not going to do anything at all, no Facebook, no distractions. If the kids say they are hungry and need a snack, they're not going to starve and die in 15 minutes so they can wait until I'm done and I'm going to focus on decluttering, right? Or it can be, you know, longer term like Natalie of like, by the time I get to the holidays, I want to be through this course and have this done. Um, use that, right? So when I decluttered, I had a time limit. And every time we've moved, we've always had that time limit that works well for us. Um, now, when we decluttered and moved from Alaska to Florida, we had the boundary, the physical boundary of our suitcases, right? We only kept what fit into our suitcases. So 
whatever fit in the suitcases is brought again. I'm not saying you have to be so extreme, right? I'm not saying that you have to declutter your stuff down to what fits into a suitcase in your house. But, you know, if you have a lot of kids, you probably will have to declutter the amount of toys down to what fits into their bedroom, right? Or their closet or whatever the spaces that you choose, right? You're just going to have to, that just is what it is. And we do the same thing when we've moved, right? We only bring what fits into the moving truck, right? And that's our physical boundary. We're not getting storage units. We're not, we're not pushing it into other places. <laughs> we're not doing all of these things to try and fit more stuff into the space that we have. We're just working with the space that we have and making the stuff that we have fit comfortably inside of it. Um, so that's how it's worked for us. Um, and I hope that this helps you um, figure out how to hold your, right? You just have to really, all you have to do is figure out like what motivates you. Why are you decluttering? What are you working towards? It's not enough to want to declutter your house just because other people are decluttering or just because you got added into a decluttering Facebook group. That's not enough, right? If you're doing it just because everybody else is doing it, you're not going to stick with it. If you're doing it because you're overwhelmed and you are sick and tired of being overwhelmed, that's a bigger reason, right? If you are decluttering because you're tired of spending your weekends trying to catch up, that's a bigger reason. If you're decluttering because, you know, you go to work all day and then you come home and you want to be present and engaged with your kids, but you're distracted and all you can think about is how much stuff you have to do and you feel like you're wasting your motherhood season away because you're so overwhelmed, that's a reason to declutter, right? You have to figure out what that bigger reason is for why you want to do this and um, work towards that. And then just kind of know your personality, right? Do you do better with lists? Do you do better with, you know, accountability partners? Do you do better with rewarding yourself? What's the thing that works for you? And then do that thing. There's no wrong way, right? So I hope this is helpful for you guys. If you want more support in decluttering and holding yourself accountable to decluttering. Get into one of the courses because that's literally what they are designed for. We have combinations of all of these things inside of the courses, whether you know in the form of checklists and in the form of you know a process to follow and in the form of a mastermind accountability group of other moms doing the work alongside you, totally committed and all in as well. And um, walking you through how to do this. So um, I can put this into, put that link into the comments if you wanna check out those course, courses. I have them for all different payment options. Um, we have payment plans, we have little mini courses, we have big, huge courses. Um, we have a lot of options for everybody. And the great thing about this is that because you're decluttering, a lot of times you can sell the amount of clutter that you have and it will pay for the courses and then some. Um, so those are there for you if you need accountability and you need support. Um, and you can find those at motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash courses. And Sarah's about to go climb up the stairs. I don't know where Kaylee is. So I'm going to go get them and I'll see you guys all around in the group. Hey, before you go, I have a question to ask you. Would you please leave me a five-star review if you are listening on iTunes? 
It helps me grow my show and reach more moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. If you love the show, I would love it if you shared something specific that you find valuable or helpful or that you just enjoy about listening to this show. It would mean the world to me if you took time out of your day to do that. And while you're at it, head over to motherhoodsimplified.com to listen to more podcast episodes or check out our Facebook group, Instagram, just to connect on social media. If you love these episodes and if you love this show, please tag me. I love to connect with you over there. Podcasts are kind of like a one-way conversation where I feel like I'm talking to you and with you. But when you tag me on social media, I feel like we can take that one step further and actually connect with each other, which is the whole point of me starting this podcast and community in the first place is to be able to connect with moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. So tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm motherhood underscore simplified. Check out the Motherhood Simplified Facebook group or head over to the site and just find even more blogs, podcasts, decluttering courses to help you continue on your decluttering journey. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you soon.